The following is a conversation with Pine City Superintendent Paula Foley. It's all right here on the Q Media On Demand podcast. Paula, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm very (laughs) fine, thanks. Good. Well, uh, we had another school board meeting last week, uh, but you want to start by just talking to me how, you know, the first few weeks of the school year have gone for you so far and just the school in general perfect well it's wonderful to have kids back it's wonderful to have staff back mm-hmm. it's um it, 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 we've been, we're off to a good start it's mm-hmm. difficult to find routines when you haven't been in a routine for a while yeah and so we're definitely having a little struggle with that but it's a pleasure to be able to struggle through that and be in person and mm-hmm. so we're excited and learning is happening and it, life is good well good uh i mean the big thing on everybody's mind and even you know was it yesterday a, a Minneapolis school decided that they were going to go to distance learning is COVID and how that's impacting um, the Pine City School District. So do you want to just touch a little bit on, about that and how that's going? And you, I know during your Monday, thir- the 13th meeting, you com- uh, you fin- finalized your safe to schools return plan. So just kind of how is it going so far with, with that in the pandemic? And Well, we first of all, we appreciate people being careful, you know, being um washing hands, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things, those that are masking. We appreciate just the distance that people are are creating. We understand as it gets colder, we have to do a little bit more spreading out of kids. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing all that we can to for prevention purposes, if you will. Yeah. And um, we and each Thursday we meet with um, Pine County um, Public Health Services and area superintendents and we look at our numbers. And so far we've been um, holding our own, which we're glad for. And so we're very um, excited to be in person and we know that if we have to pivot we will yeah and um we are grateful to our teachers we met with our teachers early in the summer and said how can we um, create a situation where we won't necessarily have to go distance learning and have it be a shock to our systems as it has been in the past or go to hybrid and so our teachers the elementary had a plan that they worked on last year that they're continuing where they have um, they Mm -hmm. give assignments um, through google classroom every day so if a student is sick for any reason they can get their assignments but our high school uh, teachers have stepped up and they are presenting their lessons every day we're calling it on campus and off campus so if you're sick or if you have to be out of town for a funeral or something mm-hmm. you can still access your instruction um, even prior to COVID so hopefully if we have to pivot our biggest yeah. pivot would be where our teachers are going to teach from okay I just had a question with you mentioning with like doing the on campus and off campus mm-hmm. how would that affect a student's and you might not have the answer to this a student's attendance so say you know they have to be out of town for like a funeral or something but they can still get all of their education done on whether it's you know after they get home or you know they do it while they're traveling or whatever how does that that's a great question and our teachers have um put some uh caveats if okay. you will on like you have to turn in these assignments or whatever so there are some um criteria but we're trying to make it so that it isn't a, an inconvenience and it isn't something that if someone is quarantined for mm-hmm. you know 15 20 however many days we want them to be able to access instruction and so they're able to at all times right now which is a good thing yeah. And it's something that we're grateful to our teachers for because um, it's a little bit more work for them, but they're willing to do it. And they're willing to do it because they want to be in yeah. person and because they don't want to go hybrid. Oh, absolutely. So. Uh, something you mentioned during the board meeting on the 13th was distance learning isn't as much of a like a, a thing for this year compared to last year where it seemed like schools really went to distance learning when any time something was you know happening. Yeah. This isn't as big of a thing. Masking was like as 
what was discussed in front of the board was masking was something that was probably going to be the biggest like ultimatum a lot of times the school might have to go to if something happened with an outbreak with the governor's um powers taken away if you will the um last year because he had the control and now it's been given to school districts with when he was and and i use the word control there really is no control when we're talking covid but um he he was the decision maker um, Mm. last year and he said we had to have three plans Mm -hmm. one for in person one for hybrid and one for online or distance learning yeah with those powers being revoked if you will um, school districts had to come up with their own plan and we've been told the most we can do is 30 days of distance learning if you will mm-hmm. like if we had a, a whole you know grade level or a school that that had high numbers 30 days would be our limit we're not exactly sure what the consequence would be yeah. if we went over but um, so we're real you know with that in mind we're trying we tried to come up with a plan B mm-hmm. that was um, more effective and maybe more convenient for our families and so we're hoping that we can go have the um, on-campus off-campus yeah. options and we can use those as long as possible and prevent um, the spread as much as we can is is that like a total 30 days during the school year or 30 days like in one shot total okay. total 30 okay. days so uh, so then what the school's plans are, are you primarily just planning, what was the school's then plans that they came up with, that you came up with to help uh, with that then? Uh, again, kind of going back to prevention and then making sure that kids, if we want kids mm-hmm. to stay home if they're not feeling well, so we want to make instruction available and we're hoping that if we front load, if you will, yeah. and make op- opportunities available so they don't feel like they, you know, stay, come to school even though you're not feeling really great, if you know you can still access your teacher hopefully people will stay home and then um we'll hopefully Mm -hmm. stop the spread or at least the widespread within the school gotcha so then pivoting away from that something that was brought up and approved by the board was e-learning days for in replace of snow days so is i know that was talked about previously and i'm assuming a lot of school districts have talked about you know pivoting away from just like completely canceling so how is that going to work for students in those situations? And that kind of pre-COVID, we, we started doing e-learning mm-hmm. days. It used to be, and like, I used to love the hype <laughs> of snow days. Yeah. Um, you know, like when you get the, watch the TV in the morning mm-hmm. and see it scroll across the bottom or whatever. Um, those days are kind of in essence gone mm-hmm. um, because we have technology, because um, through COVID, most school districts have moved to a, a more online um, option or it's more available to families and to kids. And so our e-learning days would just be um, currently the way the legislation is written, they're weather related. Mm -hmm. And they would be days because of bad weather that we would have teachers meet with all of their classes, but it would all be online. So kind of like distance learning, but you go through your full um, daily schedule. And I anticipate at some point those rules will probably change because of all we've learned from COVID. Gotcha. Well, you brought a couple of things. Do you have anything you want to talk about that answers all of my questions anyway here this morning? Well, I just, there's three things I want to talk about, um, if it's okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, a shout out not only to our staff, to our bus drivers, to our cooks, to our teachers, they're amazing. Also to our subs. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we have a lot of people who substitute in our schools um, who live in our community, who maybe past teachers or people who are kind enough 
enough to give us some of their time and not an easy task. And um, this morning I actually was at a meeting and we had a conversation about the fact that difficult to step into a classroom when you're used to teaching. You know, when, mm -hmm. when I went to school and when many of us teachers went to school, it was about teachers standing in front. And then we kind of pivoted to teachers guided kids. Yeah. And right now um, we've had to make a big change in our profession and it's about meeting kids where they're at. Okay. And if you're a substitute and you've been trained one way and now there's all this technology, it's a difficult job. And so mm -hmm. we're just super appreciative of them coming in and helping and, um, you know, stepping up for us because our staff can't always be on site. And so we appreciate their help. So I just yeah, wanted to absolutely. do a shout out to that. And um, the other thing, I just want to thank parents and families and our community for helping with establishing routines. Mm -hmm. It's always hard to start a school year when, you know, kids get tired and they get sick and whatever, especially yeah. the first, you know, about third, third fourth week are, t are tough. It's been more challenging than ever. And this is my 37th year in the profession. And I definitely see a change in, um, you know, we've, we're used to, myself included, you know, wearing sweatpants and <laughs> not fully dressing every day and yeah. all, all those kinds of things. And it's um, tough for kids to find that routine and, and to find the joy in the routine as well. And so a big shout out to parents and, and to people who are supporting our kids mm -hmm. and our teachers in um, helping get those routines established. It's a, we're grateful to be in person. Mm -hmm. And as long as we remember that, the routines aren't as bad, but sometimes, you know, you get up crabby and it's yeah. hard, hard to start your day. So um, we just wanna thank parents for that. And then just a real quick, um, reminder that homecoming week is next week absolutely yeah. and so we're super excited there's um, activities planned if people look on the website um, uh, at our high school we also have a pep fest at the um, elementary school on mm -hmm. wednesday morning and um, we're super excited about that and um, games all week long mm -hmm. different sports yeah. different activities so we're hoping people come out and support our dragons awesome well superintendent foley thank you so much thank you this has been a q media group production 